0: Have you ever had that sinking feeling? Maybe you've had it when you were younger. Maybe, maybe you're having it right now. That man, I'm made for more than this. I remember when I was 14, I was working at this grocery store on a Saturday, and I was the one bagging groceries. And, of course, being a 14-year-old guy, there was times where the eggs and the bread were on the bottom. You know, You know what I'm talking about? So I got fussed at quite a bit. And I used to think to myself, man, there's got to be more to life than this. I don't want to do this the rest of my life. And I mean, we all have that feeling in our lives. Sometimes it's when when we're older that, man, I'm made for more. And the truth of the matter is, you are made for more. You're made for so much more than even what you think you are right now. And that happens because of who God is. It happens because God created you for more than this. He created you for more than what you think. We're so we, we lowball ourselves so much thinking that we only have to eat by when God says, No, 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 I've made you for much more than this. And we know this because. God invites us into a relationship with Him. He invites us to be a part of His own very life. And He shares that with us. And He does that through prayer. I mean, We've talked about prayer quite a bit over the last several months. And one of the reasons we have, and and one of the reasons why I'm talking about it again today is, is because I can't tell you the amount of people that tell me in, in casual passing by and spiritual direction and other things, that man, I'm having a tough, to, I'm having a tough time praying. I'm not sure if I even know how to pray. Or, or, you know, I'm just in a rut. I just don't feel like God's present with me or I'm, I'm, not, I'm not hearing Him speak to me. And so, over these last several months, we've tried to give you ways to, to really understand how prayer works. And so today I want to do that as well. And it comes straight from Scripture. It comes straight from our gospel today. Here's this blind man, Bartimaeus, sitting in the road. And and as they're coming, as Jesus is leaving Jericho, he cries out to him Son of David, have mercy on me. And of course, the, the crowd, not thinking that he's important not thinking that he's made for more because of his condition, says to him, you know, hey, quiet down over there. And he cries out all the more. He doesn't listen to them. He says, son of David, have mercy on me. And so Jesus calls him forward. He calls him forward into relationship. He says, what do you want me to do for you? He says, I want to see. And Jesus gives him sight. Man, if that's not prayer, I don't know what is. I mean, that really is the way prayer is: is approaching God in the right way, knowing who He is, admitting who we are, and then asking. And so, I, I want to give you a way to do that. This is a, a prayer that I've been praying since someone taught me how to pray when I was ten or eleven years old. And you would think, ah, oh, it's just a kiddie prayer. I still pray this. A matter of fact, I prayed this on the way here to Mass this morning in my car. I pray this all the time because it helps me to understand who God is. It helps me to understand who I am. And it really sets my day and my priorities straight when I do it. And so it's just a little simple acrostic, just using the letters of the word pray. Now, for those of you who take notes or, or for those of you who are like, I can't write all this down fast enough, We have a daily devotional, and this will be in that daily devotional. So you just go to our website, and you can sign up for that daily devotional, and it'll walk you through this during the week. So what you're hearing now will be kind of distilled and give you the opportunity to kind of go through it. And so we take that first letter, P, and it stands for for praise. And this is the opportunity where we have to kind of get things right. You hear Baader calling out to Jesus and saying, Son of David. He knew who Jesus was. In in praise, it helps us to remember. It helps us to phrase and set up the conversation in a a proper way so that we recognize who God is. And so praise is an opportunity to, to praise God, to thank Him for all the goodness that He's given to us in our lives to thank Him for life itself, and to praise Him for who He is, for His goodness, for His mercy, for His love, for His forgiveness. To recognize that all good things come from God, that He's the creator of the universe, and He created in love, and He created for relationship. He created all of this for you. And He created it in such a way that it might draw you to himself because he wants to be with you forever. And so when we praise God, when we begin that way, it kind of sets up the conversation so that we know who we're talking to and we're talking in the right way. So we move to R and R stands for repent. And repent really means to turn from our ways, to turn from the way that we really don't need to be going and we know it. So when we approach God knowing He's all-loving, all-good, all-merciful, it helps us to recognize when we're not. It helps us to recognize that we're in need of salvation. We're in need of repentance to confess our sins. Sometimes that may mean even going to the Sacrament of Reconciliation with a priest. To recognize that we're not all that we're supposed to be it's also the opportunity to recognize we're made for more. Because it can't be this way. It just can't stay this way. So when we come to God, we praise Him. Knowing who He is, we realize what we lack. And so we ask for forgiveness and ask Him to help us with that. And then the A stands for ask. It's it's in this context that we can finally ask God for the things that we need. I mean, if, if we think God is just a big Santa Claus up there and he's just taking down our list and that we get what we want because we put it on the list, I mean, we really, we're really kidding ourselves. That's not who God is. But God knows us because he created us, he created us for a purpose, and he knows us better than we know ourselves. So sometimes we ask for things that we want and not for things we need. God gives us what we need when we need it. And so sometimes it's hard when we're asking God not to ask for those things that we just want. And it's okay if we do, but that's okay. Because Jesus said at one point, You don't have because you don't ask. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. Ask and you will receive. So God's asking. I mean, he's calling us to it. And you hear Jesus say to Bartimaeus, what can I do for you? What do you want? And Bartimaeus, knowing who he was and knowing his greatest need, said, I want to see. That's what prayer is. Being able to see. God opening our eyes to who He is and to the world around us and to just what He's calling us to. And So don't be afraid to ask. Ask. But then do the very last thing. The why. And that means to yield. To wait on the Lord. So many times we want instant gratification. I mean, so many things in our lives we get right now. Anybody who, who doesn't think that, go wait in one of the lines at one of the, one of the uh, you know, restaurants here. All of our patients have been tried. Or just get out on 98 and drive up and down. If you've got problems with patience, you'll learn it out there. God's calling us to wait. He hears us. He knows what we need before we even ask. We ask because we don't know. And then God says, just wait. In my timing. Of course it may be not. But to wait. And there's something peaceful about that. There's something loving and trusting about that when we can do it. It's just we have a hard time doing it. So that's when we got to start back up at P and praise God for who He is and realize who He is and then repent for not being patient enough. You see how this thing goes? And after all, prayer isn't just a part of your relationship with God. It is your relationship with God. That's like saying to someone, yeah, talking's a part of my relationship with someone. (laughs) That is your relationship. If you don't speak to each other, you never know who you never know the other person. Prayer is our relationship with God, and the church has this Latin phrase from way back. It's called "Lex orandi, lex credendi," and what it means is is how you pray is how you'll believe. So it's almost like it, like in sports or ballet or, or or music, what they tell you is is how you practice is how you'll play. How you pray is how you'll believe. How you pray is how you'll practice your life. So when you look at your life and you go, man, things just aren't right. I am made for more. Maybe it's the way we're praying. Maybe it's that we're not praying enough. Maybe it's not, we're we're not praying at all. And look, there's nothing wrong with written prayers. There's nothing wrong with our Father, the rosary. I mean, all those are wonderful prayers. But if that's where it ends, we're missing something. It's got to go beyond. Those things are given to us to be able to relate to God and to teach us how to pray. Remember, that's what the disciples asked for. Lord, teach us how to pray. And he taught them the our Father. But I bet every time the disciples prayed, they didn't just pray that prayer prayed more than that because they had a relationship. We are made for so much more than what we could ever imagine. The reason why we don't know it is because we just don't ask. Pray that the Lord will help me and you come out of our spiritual blindness and to come into the light. Now let us stand together and profess our faith in God. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty.